0: You are listening to The Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 168. One of the
1: things that pains me the most is, especially coaches, because obviously I have a heart for that community, but is for a coach who has a life-changing message to stand up, who gets, I think, getting the opportunity to stand in front of a group of people is just a sacred space. You know, and nothing pains me more to see a coach stand up and be boring. I mean, if anybody on the planet has reason not to be boring, it's coaches because we can transform lives. We've got a message that is that powerful. So I want the delivery of your message to be as wow or unforgettable as your message.
0: Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. Super delighted to have you with us. You are going to pat yourself on the back for being here today. We have an unforgettable episode filled with incredible learning for you today. And I it comes at a great time because we're at the beginning of the year. And my hope for all of you is that you are Creatively thinking about how do I expand my offerings and my impact? How do I bring my message to my ideal audience and wow them with it? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is precisely what our guest today does. We are joined by Dr. Sherry Ellen. Sherry has over 20 years experience designing, creating, delivering learning and coaching solutions to leaders in many industries, education, healthcare, government agencies, private industry. But Sherry's gift is in helping others understand how to do what she does. And I've got to tell you, I was blown away in our interview because she shares so many ideas about how to take an opportunity and really sit down with your clients and help them understand what is truly the need. So we're going to talk about what's the right need and how do we help our clients understand that to lead into the right solution for them and then deliver it the right way. Now, For those of you who have been listeners for a while, I want to A, thank you for being listeners and and hope that you're sharing the show with others who can learn and grow from it as well. But if you've been a listener, you know that Sherry was on episode 60 with us. So over a 100 episodes ago, she was an incredible guest sharing her cranium learning principles with us. And so there will be a link to her first show with us, show episode episode 60, in our show notes. And um that is an incredible companion to this show. Now, you don't have to listen to that show first. As a matter of fact, it might even make sense to listen to this episode first and then do a deeper dive in episode 60. The other thing that Sherry just has a gift for, because she is such a teacher and a... Um, A a believer in how we help people learn and grow. She's created a download just for you for today's episode. And it is called Don't Be Boring. It's going to share some of her tips on how to wow. And the link for the download for today's episode is also in our show notes. So if you go to starcoachshow.com episode 168 you are going to see in the show notes at the bottom is all the links. So there's going to be a link to Sherry's giveaway, a link to her website, to the book that she's written, to many things. So show notes at starcoachshow.com, episode 168. I've got to tell you, that you are just going to want to absorb today's episode and then probably listen to it again and again. It is unforgettable, which is exactly what Sherry does. So let's go to our interview with Dr. Sherry Yellen. Sherry. Happy New Year and welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Happy New Year to you also.
0: It is so good to have you here today. Now, I do want to let everybody know that the New Year got to both of us. We both got a little bit of the gunk of the season, yet we were so (laughs) excited to be together anyway that we're going to go ahead and do this. And so guys, if you hear any sniffling or sneezing, you'll know what's going on. (laughs) Sherry, you were here with us Over 100 episodes ago, we talked about your cranium principles, and I really invite everybody to go back to episode 60 and learn from Sherry there, and I will have a link for that in our show notes. But we thought we'd take a step back from that today and explore our learning experience and the message that we share as coaches from another angle as well. So fill us in. Where are we going to go in our interview today?
1: Okay, well, it's so exciting. And then it's just so exciting to celebrate with you where you are with your show, to think that was episode 60. And you're so far along now, so it's really cool to be back. But yeah, so last time we focused in on one part of the design process. But I wanted, as I've worked with people now for a long time, just wanted to step back a little bit more because really, if we are going to create unforgettable learning experiences, we really want to design the right solution for the right need and we design it in the right way. And so the last time I was here, I focused more on designing it the right way, which absolutely hands down is very important, but it's also important that we're focusing on designing the right solution to match the right need. And, you know, in my experience, in my business and in the people that I work with, that is the number one way to grow your coaching business, but also to really have impact with the message that you have to share with the world. So that's awesome. where I wanted to go. <laughs> and that's how, and for
0: everybody listening, you are listening to somebody whose business has exploded. So Sherry knows what she's talking about. Her business has, you know, doubled, tripled, quadrupled you know, probably 10 times, it has just grown leaps and bounds. As a matter of fact, Sherry recently got to share her message with Converge in Prague, so the the Global ICF Conference, and then immediately went over to Manila and shared with over 600 people there this message. So we're really blessed to have Sherry with us today. And I'd like to start with how do we even figure out the right need? I mean, what are, how do we know?
1: Yeah, that's a great, great question and a great place to start because your point is, is well taken. How do we know? Because very often the spoken need or, you know, the, what we think is this similar to coaching, right? Very often the presenting problem is not the real problem. So that can be the case or the other piece, the other end of that are coaches that I work with, maybe they're brand new or they've never created a learning experience to go with their coaching and they don't even know where to start. Like They don't even know how they to it. They know begin. they want to
0: teach something and yeah. they, they, they've got something within them that can be helpful, but how, where do I even start?
1: Yes. And so identifying the right need is is really important. And Just like everything else, we can make it as complicated as we want to. But there are also some really simple strategies that I use to help me identify what is the real need. Because if we're identifying the right need, like the real need, then we can provide a solution that really has impact and gets results, and then that leads to our next opportunity. You know, so... You know, I've worked in different uh, with different size projects over the years, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's a a simple request that you may get, and it's staying using all your great coaching skills, it's staying curious, and really digging in to identify is that presenting problem the real problem. Your point
0: being that maybe your client thinks that it's something because they're in the weeds they're in their problem and it takes your curiosity and staying with them and asking those questions that really pull out so maybe what they think they need ends up not being exactly what that is is that
1: accurate exactly so it's important that we stay in that good questioning mode of you know what what are the real challenges what are the real problems what is this costing what opens up if we meet this need but you as the coach especially i think you bring a unique skill set to those discovery sessions as i call them mm-hmm. just and very and sometimes that is true i mean someone knows exactly what they need you know <laughs> and and it's easy and move on but what i want to challenge you to do is not take that at face value to be sure that you ask really good questions and you don't just say yes to the first thing that they ask you to do. Because so what that's that going to match. Like? Okay, great. <laughs> great question. Um, because that's going to match the right solution. And one of the things that I talked about, I do a live training every week. And one of the things that I talked about recently, what happened to me this year, I had someone call me and they said, We want a one day workshop. On how to facilitate meetings. We want a one day workshop on tips and tricks for facilitating meetings. And old Sherry, right, years ago, would have said, Yes. Okay. And I'll probably, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have done that. But as I dug deeper, there was so much more that they needed than really hacks around how to facilitate good meetings. They needed to know how do you do an analysis with the client that you're going to facilitate this meeting for? They also needed to have some skill set around how do you manage conflict with a large group of people? How do you establish your credibility? What kind of presence do you need as a facilitator? Uh, They also needed to know how do you follow up and hold people accountable after they've been in one of the meetings. This was a healthcare and a lot of their meetings are around deep, deep problem solving. So they needed some different tools and strategies on how you lead a group through problem solving. So if I had just said yes, and I'd come in and I did a one day for what they perceived was their surface level need, they wouldn't have seen results, right? Which would have had an impact on the, my quality of delivery and the value that they walk away with. And so, it would have opened the opportunity for me to do more work with them. <laughs> exactly.
0: So can you share a little bit about how you used your discovery with them to help them realize, gosh, we need information about our you know, processes, our, our accountability, all the things that
1: you talked about. How did you help them become aware of that? Fabulous. So these are just some of the easy, easy ways to do analysis really to identify the right need. Obviously I talked to the person that, that initially contacted me and asked some of those deeper questions to really lead her on a journey of discovery that there were more things at risk here and more needs. And so then I got permission to actually send out a survey to the people that would be a part of this program. And even within that, I asked for three or four out of, there was a group of about 40, who would be three or four people that I could actually call and do an interview with, a discovery call. So just through a little bit of data collection, now we're able to really get a sense. And so in that survey, it was very You know, it was a very short survey, but once we really started identifying what is it that people wanted, what would make that time invested worth their time, if they could walk away with this one thing, what would it be? Where do you, you know, have your biggest struggles or challenges? And so, once we collected that data, which actually was a was a minor investment of time on my end, Mm -hmm. but what we walked away with was a solution that was not a one-and-done. It was not a one-day workshop. It actually turned out to be two half-day workshops, 30 days apart. And in between, they had field exercises that they went out. They also, because she realized that there was a much greater need, I was able to integrate one coaching session for every single person that was in the program. Wow. So in between workshop one and workshop two, now they experience coaching. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also hosted a group webinar so that they got a sense of, they could bring their questions. They could, you know, bring their wins and share it with the group. And then following the second session, 30 days out, I was able to do a follow-up webinar with the entire group again. So when you think about it, we took what would have been maybe six hours of learning and stretched it out hundreds of hours because now they have time to implement and see how it works and come back with more questions. It allowed me as we went along to really custom, you know, customize the resources that I shared with them. So now we're together three months instead of, six hours and one day. Wow.
0: And the (laughs) sustainability, I can only imagine the sustainability was so much higher than how many of us go to a workshop. It's great information. We get excited. And then we go back to real life and real life takes over and we fall back into old behavior.
1: Yeah. And, And it's so easy because to identify the right need in this situation, just required asking a few deeper questions which made me realize about how many people were involved in this and what other needs might need to be met, sending out a really quick survey, doing a few calls to those people to follow up after their survey, what, what we walk away with, is a really, something really, really useful. They saw immediate impact. But for those coaches that are maybe brand new and maybe Uh they're the ones that are initiating the discussion. So the scenario I gave you is they reached out to me and started the discussion. But what do you do if that's not happening? And (laughs) And you're the
0: one that's sort of reaching out for the discovery call. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. And so that can be super easy as well. So let's say you might be in the area of, I don't know, health and wellness, or maybe you want you do diversity training or something like that. And you really want to create a learning program around that. What are the real needs? The first thing that I would recommend is I would write down the names of everybody in your experience who could potentially be your ideal client for that. I mean, friends, people on LinkedIn, whatever. I, mean, I think you probably already have those people in your experience. And then the second thing that I encourage you to do is just shoot them an email and say, would you have 15 to 20 minutes? I'm creating a program in this area. I know this is an area that you you know, work in and could I pick your brain, so to speak. And then set that really quick call up just have a few questions, just share with them. I'm at the beginning of creating a program in this space and I'd like to hear from you. What challenges do you see? What solution do you wish existed that you're not seeing or what are ways that you're seeing this being met in your organization? Questions. It's so fabulous because you can record the conversation Mm -hmm. and you're getting a couple of things out of that. You're actually, you're able to go back and hear their exact wording, which will help you customize even more. It already, you know, jumpstart your marketing plan with them because you've got their language. You get to hear their pain and what solutions they're looking for. At the end of that discovery call, I want to encourage you to ask that person, who else in your experience would you recommend I reach out to? Because they're going to, they have a network and then just simply ask them to do a virtual introduction. So now your, your network of maybe five to 10 people has expanded to 15, 20, who knows how many people that you can continue to do some of these discovery interviews with until you feel like you've got a really good sense of the need. So that's a great way to identify need. But I'll tell you the other thing that I love about those really quick discovery interviews is you are seeding your program, right? So it is every single time I've done that, those people are usually wrapping up the, when I'm wrapping up the call, those people are telling me when you get this created, please let me know. (laughs) Because A, they've had a hand in helping create it.
0: And who doesn't want to participate in something that they've created? So you already have invested people in, in the program that you've put together.
1: Yeah. It's a fabulous way to identify right need, But already start seeding your program in a way that feels so in service rather than salesy, right? Because you are truly, you are listening to their needs and you're helping them see that you are custom designing a program that will meet those very needs. So lots of wins and that's so easy. So don't, I guess what I want to say, especially to new coaches or Mm -hmm. to people new to the thought of creating a learning program, don't get overwhelmed with this. Like you already have great coaching skills, uh, it's just use those
0: skills in this discovery.
1: Yes. And yeah, when you're genuinely
0: curious and reaching out to people about what they need and asking them questions about that, you're not trying to sell them anything. You're mm-hmm. gathering information, and people
1: like to talk about what they need. Yeah, and you are in total service. But that's how you really find what the right need is.
0: All right. From so this, from the right need, we go to the right solution. Solution. So how yeah, do we so, do
1: that, Sherry? So this is another thing that I want to scream, you know, from the mountaintops. We live in such an exciting time because we can deliver learning in more ways than anybody has ever had access to. And so what I want to encourage people to think about is what are are ways that they could integrate a number of solutions to meet the need? So the example I gave earlier about moving from a one-and-done to a three-month program is we definitely had live workshops, which I'm a big advocate of live workshops. I personally don't think anything replaces human connection. You know, so I'm all about doing live workshops. But through that, we were also able to integrate two webinars. So easy to set up. We had group coaching in that. We had individual coaching. Within the live workshop, each person met up with a leading partner. And those leading partners met along the way. In addition, every single Monday, I would just send out an email, really short email, with a couple of reminders or tips and tricks that you could do. And so, what I want you, you to think about: You are constantly in
0: contact mm-hmm. with them, bringing value. Mm-hmm. So good. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's such a minor investment of time and resources on your end, but the return in value is unbelievable. It's, it's exponential. And, you know, I was uh, working on, I'm doing a retreat for a group of physicians in February. And I want to be sure that leading up to it, I have not wasted this time. So, you know, we had now have a month leading up to it. Every single Monday, there's going to be a really short video in their inbox. <laughs> and today's video was getting to know me. The next video, I'm going to talk little tips about the topic we're going to touch on. And then the final video leading up to the retreat are going to just be a few ways they can get the most out of. And it's just a way before we ever even come into the learning experience to prime the pump, to get them ready so that when they walk in the door, we get down to business. Oh, that's so
0: good. (laughs) That is so good.
1: And so there are, you know, when you think about integrating all these different modes of learning, how we can deliver information to people, think about what could you do prior to the learning event, the learning event itself? How could you take it from a one day and spread it out over time? But then also post game, if you will, what are some ways that you could follow that up with more reinforcement, reinforcement, because very often that's how you're going to walk away with your longer term coaching clients. Mm -hmm. They've had time to work with you and they see the value. So you don't have to sell that. I mean, you've already shown that to them by the value that they've delivered. You've established rapport with them. They know you're credible There's already trust. I would say that 90% of my six, 12 month engagement coaching clients have come out of those experiences. So, uh, you know, integrate, integrate, integrate. There's, we're not limited to one solution. (laughs) We have many, many different solutions available to us.
0: Well and at the other point that you've made that I really want people to hear is that you're the expert in this arena around the learning experience. So the the client And it's going to approach you, if they're approaching you, with something that they think that they want. But it's that partnership in let's explore and stay curious and really better understand the need so that the solution can come from a place of creativity and the experience that you have in that arena because they're partnering with you for a reason. You're, yes. you bring a different way to look at it than they might be looking at it that might bring that additional value.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, you may have some clients that what feels familiar to them is an old model, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we certainly can't sometimes move them as far as we would like to. But even if we can move them just a little bit. So one of my clients that I've worked with since 2007, actually, they, the way that they do things in their organization, what feels familiar is the old one and done, right? You sign up for a workshop, you go to a workshop, and then it's over. And so to lead them to a six to nine month program is a bit too much of a stretch all at once. But what you can do is maybe do your one-day workshop with two follow-up webinars or mm-hmm. do your one-day workshop and then they get two coaching sessions with you or group coaching. So even if you do, I did a keynote last year and I there were probably 500 or so people in the auditorium. Even that 45-minute keynote, I offered a follow-up webinar and 500 people are not going to show up to your right, follow-up right. <laughs> but the people that really resonate with your message, they will show up. Mm-hmm. And so I had about a hundred. Which show is up.
0: awesome.
1: It was awesome. And then out of that, now I can offer maybe a complimentary coaching session. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have maybe 2015 sign what? up for that. But it's out of that. You're really selecting the people who are are your target tribe, you know, they right. get your message, they want more of it. And then therefore you haven't, there's such small investment on your end for such a great return. So oh, think so, integration, so, so good. integration, integration, yeah. integration, uh, <laughs> integration. So we've
0: got you, you gave great tips on how to get clear about the right need. Some awesome, things to integrate into the solutions. And then I know we did a whole webinar about the right way yet. I mean, that webinar show, one of our shows, let's (laughs) let's talk about how we do it then the right way.
1: Yeah, because listen, you can identify the right need, you can identify the right solution, but if you have not designed that solution the right way, you're not going to see results. And so the right way here is designed how your brain works best, because when we design and deliver learning the way the brain works best, we get better results with less effort, and we have a lot more fun doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's all about the fun. It really it is. is. I <laughs> mean, when we, can, when we can tap into the fun, then people go further faster, if you ask me.
1: They really do. That's what makes it unforgettable in a good way, right? We want, if people go through a learning experience with me, I want it to have the wow factor. I don't want it. I want it to be something they remember years and years and years from now. And the reason is because I feel like I have a wow message. And if you have a wow message, which all of us do, then the learning experience needs to equal that level of wow. And so when we design with how the brain works best, we're much more likely to increase the likelihood of achieving that. When we don't work, when we don't design how the brain works best, we can create a whole lot of unnecessary struggles and problems and frustrations. And so that's really my life's calling. I get really excited about whether I am working with leaders or I'm coaching or I'm designing. I'm operating off seven principles of how the brain works best. And that's what I call my cranium methodology because each one of the letters in cranium spells one of the principles. But the principle's You know, because here's the thing, you can go on Google and you can Google activity ideas, team building ideas and get a million hits. And that's that's okay. But what's most important is do those activities align with one of these principles? I want to make sure that. Yeah. I was going to say, are you,
0: are you open to sharing? Now you went into detail of those in, (laughs) in episode 60, but I would love for us to at least walk through cranium. If you can walk through and give maybe just a a little view into each of those, then we can certainly refer people to 60 if they want to do a deep dive.
1: (laughs) Definitely. So, C is challenge. How do you create an environment of excitement and challenge that actually elevates the level of expectation, right, and creates a sense of urgency, but at the same time reduces threat? If if you didn't read any other principle, that would be the most important one, because I think the greatest one thing we can do is create environments that are low in threat, but high in challenge. The R in cranium is relevance. It's so important that what we're doing is timely. It's meeting that right need. And so that people understand how I can apply this immediately to my life and get different results. So that's largely the principle of relevance. A in cranium is action. So our brains do a lot of things for us and they are phenomenal but your brain also has severe limitations. (laughs) And so action is about how do we balance active learning with reflective application so that we're honoring the brain's limitations as much as we are strengths. Attention span falls under that principle as well. In in cranium is novelty. Your brain craves novelty. We tend to remember things that fall outside of what we predict. And so how can we have, oh, I love this, especially in design. What's something, what's a memorable moment in your signature program that people are never going to forget because it was novel, but at the same time, it was safe, it was relevant, and it worked with how the brain works best. So that's the N in cranium is novelty. I is interaction. Similar to what we experience with coaching, the more I can involve you and the more I can engage you, the more likely we are to reduce resistance and to see better results faster. And so when we are facilitating learning, it's really important that we are creating this around their experience. So there's a lot of interaction in what we're doing. You is using emotion. All of us know the power of the emotional brain. So let's leverage that to really have that deep down in your bones kind of learning. What we feel is what's real. <laughs> so yes. let's, let's use that in how we're designing our learning and make sure that we are engaging emotion. And then the, the M in cranium is multiple intelligences. And so it's, it's about honoring the fact that now we realize we're not just right brain, left brain. We're not just visual auditory kinesthetic. We're a whole brain. <laughs> and we all bring very diverse experiences and perspectives, and so I want to be able to design learning that's going to appeal to all types of learners, but it's also going to honor all the differences that we bring to the learning experience, and I think that's one thing I enjoyed about being in Prague I converged so much is because you have on 70 something countries represented right. and it was just really cool to see a visual of all of how in so many ways we're so common, but all the differences that we bring as well. So those are the seven principles. And once, if we can design aligned with those principles, uh, we are in such better service to our learners for sure. But we're going to see real tangible results and real value in what we bring, which is naturally going to grow your business Oh, and give more opportunities. Yes,
0: <laughs> absolutely. So there's a couple things that if people are like eating this up with a spoon and thinking, I want more of Dr. Yellen. Give me more, Sherry. <laughs> um, first of all, I want to congratulate you since we last interviewed. You've published a book. Tell us about your I book. have.
1: It was, 2019 was awesome. Yes. So that came out in 2019 and something I'm really, really proud of.
0: So tell us the title and a little bit about the book.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the title is, well, I love the word unforgettable. So the title is Unforgettable Leadership, Seven Principles for Leading, Learning, and Living. And I outline the seven principles. I give the neuroscience behind it, but The other thing is there are a lot of really practical strategies on how to apply those seven principles to leading, learning, and living. So good.
0: (laughs) And you also have an online community that you want people to consider being a part of. I know you do live interaction with your community. You have learning moments. Tell us a little bit about your online community.
1: Great. Well, it is a private Facebook page because what an easy way to bring people together. And what spawned the idea is I was actually doing a workshop around design and thought, instead of 20 people, what if we could expand this to hundreds and maybe thousands of people? So that was that was the motivation to start the Facebook group. It's just called Unforgettable Design. So if you are a learning nerd like I am, you know, if you are in the space of designing and delivering learning, whether you are a coach or speaker or trainer or leader, join us. Just go to Unforgettable Design. You'll find that. Or, of course, you can always friend me on Facebook and I'll direct you there if you you can't find it through Unforgettable Design. And we will also
0: put a link for that in the show notes. Oh,
1: cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, what I wanted was a truly collaborative space where you could come and ask questions, share struggles, brag about successes. We could swap resources. And yes, every, mostly every Monday at 9 a.m. Central, I'm doing a live training there and taking questions. And it, it just, It's one of those things that it is a labor of love. On Monday morning, I am absolutely thrilled to join in with this group of people that are as passionate about delivering unforgettable learning as I am. So a lot of good things going there. Join us. There is plenty of room at the table. So (laughs) I look forward to having more people join in on that group.
0: Oh, that is so good. And finally, you've created a download for the community. Tell us a little bit about what you're offering.
1: (laughs) So the name of it, it's just a quick ebook, but the name of it is Don't Be Boring. And (laughs) One of the things that pains me the most is especially coaches, because obviously I have a heart for that community, but is for a coach who has a life changing message to stand up, who gets, I think, I think getting the opportunity to stand in front of a group of people is just a sacred space you know? And nothing pains me more to see a coach stand and be boring. I mean, if anybody on the planet has reason not to be boring, it's coaches because we can transform lives. We've got a message that is that powerful. So I want the delivery of your message to be as wow or unforgettable as your message. So this ebook goes through just some of the pitfalls that I see people make and some tips on how to not be boring.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is so good. So what a beautiful gift. And the link for the download will also be in show notes at starcoachshow.com. Sherry, I could just talk to you and talk to you and talk to you. You're such a joy to be with. Have we left anything on the table that we need to address before we close out our time together today?
1: You know, I don't think so. I think the big thing that I would leave with is you do have a big divine message and the world needs to hear it and so go create it and deliver it in a way that is truly unforgettable the reality is it doesn't have to be hard oh, <laughs> it doesn't that have to is be
0: hard awesome it doesn't <laughs> yeah. so you have walked us through whether you are you know creating that understanding yourself, whether somebody's reaching out to you and you're helping them better understand how to get clear about the right need, the right solution and do it the right way. Thank you, Dr. Sherry Yemlin.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure. Love it. Thank you so much.
0: So I agree with Sherry. We all have a message to share Maybe not all of us are in a place of wanting to speak or get in front of an audience, but there is a way for you to share your message and do so with a wow. Thanks again to Sherry Yellen for joining us. She is such an incredible gift to our community. Once again, if you'd like to join her community, check out her book, or certainly get her free download for our community, go to starcoachshow.com episode 168 and access all the links to the resources there. Now, you're going to want to come back next week as we visit with Colleen Chandler about how to coach creative minds. Colleen brings incredible experience and challenges us to think about some things different ways. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would let your coach friends and colleagues know about the Star Coach Show so that they can access it as well. And if you have yet to do so, please take a moment to leave a rate and review at Apple Podcasts so that more and more people learn about the Star Coach Show. I want to once again thank you for being a listener thank you for being part of our community and until next week this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success have a fabulous week